The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. After he had fed the people, Jesus made the disciples get into a boat and proceed him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. After doing so, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was there alone. Meanwhile, the boat, already a few miles offshore, was being tossed about by the waves, for the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, he came toward them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. At once Jesus spoke to them, Take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Peter said to him in reply, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. Peter got out of the boat and began to walk on the water toward Jesus. But when he saw how strong the wind was, he became frightened, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and caught Peter and said to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? After they got into the boat, the wind died down. Those who were in the boat did him homage, saying, Truly, you are the Son of Man, the Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's opening prayer, we read, We dare to call God our Father. May we all in the liturgy experience the embrace the presence and the gentleness and peace of being with our Heavenly Father. Cast aside all your worries and concerns for a moment and let the Lord of Lords breathe into your sails. We come to Mass ready to receive and rest in Him who is the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. So there are themes that run through these Gospel passages. Sorry, the gospel and the readings. And some of them are all that God has given us down through the ages strengthens us to know and live our faith in difficult times. The Lord calls us out to go and meet him. It is tiring to keep up with our Lord. But in him is our peace and our rest. We need to learn to wait. So I've chosen number three, keeping up with him through our journey called life. After the earthquake, there was a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire, there was a tiny whispering sound. Bad times, hard times, is what people keep saying. But let us live well, and times shall be good. We are the times. Such as we are, such are the times. 
St. Augustine of Hippo, centuries ago. And how applicable his words today for us. We live in very noisy times. The internet. You can be distracted and entertained 24-7. And it's so tempting when you get on that track to be feeding yourself with more things. I'm afraid to be quiet. The cell phone can be such a nuisance when trying to pray. Once when traveling in Australia and entering into a church. I'm from New Zealand. I'm not from Australia, by the way. And I entered into this church. And at the front it said, if your cell phone goes off during Mass, $50 fine. (laughs) That won't happen here, but point taken. So... This whispering sound, St. Joseph, our patron, is one of the greatest saints about silence. His silence came about contemplating his family. His silence was formed through obedience to the voice of God. His silence was nurtured through his love for Mary. His silence came about through his focus on fulfilling God's will. And so too for us. Let's find creative ways to be silent with the Lord. And have courage. Do not be afraid of quiet. At least try. The adoration on Friday night that we began last Friday was so beautiful. A quiet time towards the end of the week to come and rest with him. From 8 to 9, by the way. Okay, so the, the, sec, the second reading of St. Paul just opens up so much, like he usually does. But I want to focus on these words. My conscience, my conscience, joins with the Holy Spirit in bearing witness. Then he goes on to explain what he explained, that the, the, the chosen people had received it all. And the the, the pain in his side was that he was now beyond that. He had been chosen for something more, something better. And behind him were his people. But that conscience being joined with the Holy Spirit is your conscience joined with the Holy Spirit. We are drawn to the truth and we shun the darkness. A well-formed conscience is more valuable than gold. And through virtue, I am constantly polishing my conscience. The most powerful prayer a Catholic can make? What is the most powerful prayer a Catholic can make? Well, I can tell you as a priest, right? None of you are priests. So I can tell you from my side, the most powerful prayer you can pray is a good confession. is a good confession. And I experienced that as a priest a lot. Okay, and so in the quiet, I come up against myself. Am I afraid of this? If it's so okay 
So we're like the apostles in the boat, suddenly afraid of their inability to survive the storm of life. We have confession, pure mercy. Do not be afraid to see yourself. He loves us, warts and all. So the gospel passage, I'm just going to choose a line that probably none of you would have chosen. And they preceded him to the other side. Jesus dismisses the crowd and he goes off to pray. The disciples get into the boat and they're not praying. They're just gossiping. They're just talking away. They're just like being worldly for a moment because Jesus is not with them. And kaboom. They are, they are suddenly confronted with something. And they freak out. I think Peter asking to go on the water was just like him, like so nervous about what was happening and being the leader of the bunch. He says something that he never would have planned to say. And he just, you know how human it is? And he just tell me to walk on the water. And he is. And he sinks. Had he and the apostles been in prayer, he wouldn't have sunk. He said, I'm focused on God. God is in charge. I'm in good hands. In a way, it does a little describe our times and us. We feel like we're on shaky ground. Like the the rug is being pulled underneath us. And we're looking at this and we're hearing that and we're looking over there and we're like, where, where, where am I supposed to be? And we're getting dizzy listening to so many voices. Take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. To follow Jesus, we need to ask in prayer for courage. And, and then we need to practice it. We need to ask not to be afraid. And then we need to practice it. We need to ask for the grace to avoid sin And then we need to practice that. In uh, Louisiana, there is the largest state penitentiary called Angola. And when you enter into this sanctuary, this 18,000 hectare piece of property in which 5,000 inmates live for life, what do you see? At the entrance, welcome to the land of new beginnings. Welcome to the land of new beginnings. I invite all of us this week to enter into a land of new beginnings. Start again. Don't be afraid. And to finish, oh, you of little faith, were Jesus' words to Peter. During the week, we heard similar words. Of Jesus to a woman who was begging with her whole life that Jesus heal her daughter. And Jesus really tests her. And he says in the end, Oh, woman, great is your faith. What a contrast, right? The apostle Peter gets these words. Ah, you wretched loser. No faith. What's your problem? A woman of great faith. I think it speaks to us that we too can hear those words of Jesus. So to take away, create 
silent spaces in your our daily routine might be coming up with those transition moments. You know when you go from a meeting back to the office or from washing the clothes to cleaning the kitchen, those little transition moments to say a wee prayer, say, Lord, just finish the dishes. Now, now I need to go and wash the clothes. Be with me. Come with me. A family that prays together stays together. Or like we had last Friday night, a couple coming in to pray for half an hour, for an hour before our Lord. You will always remember these times together. The Lord is our help and our shield. Filled with confidence, we turn to the Father with our petitions for the protection and strengthening of the church with wherever she is persecuted, that the peace of Christ will bring an end to all violent conflict in the world. We pray to the Lord. For all those who serve in our country in the armed forces, that God will bless them and keep them out of harm's way. We pray to the Lord. That those who suffer will experience the redemptive meaning of suffering through friendship with Jesus Christ. We pray to the Lord. For those who are unemployed, that God will keep them from discouragement and enable them to secure good jobs. We pray to the Lord. I'd like to pray in a special way for Father Philip Tai in his time of great suffering, that God will be close to him. We pray to the Lord. For all people who are sick and homeless and alone, that we will be the angel sent to them when called upon. We pray to the Lord. And for the souls of our departed brothers and sisters, eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God. And let us now join our prayers to those of the Blessed Mother as we sing.